yeah. We're back. Yeah. Red Thirteens. Red Thirteens in Framingham. Oh, oh no, octopus and friends. <laughs> Are we gonna do that at the same time, Sean? <laughs> yeah, do we, it. We almost had it. <laughs> oh no, octopus and friends. <laughs> oh boy, almost in harmony. Too, right? uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Jared Hancock. He's here. He's there he back. is. It's our boy right here again. Yeah, again. again. Right, so, so we had Jared on before we had the production level to where we have it now, where we felt comfortable putting it out there. So, you know, thanks for being a guinea pig. We yeah. appreciate it. You're a yeah. boy. That's what I do. You were were the test subject, and now you get to come back and be the real deal. Right. Jared, we need you back now. We're ready to go. Well, now we're ready. Yeah. So who are you, and what do you do, man? (laughs) Just a guy. (laughs) Who's your daddy, and what do you do? He's just a guy disguised as a guy. He's a creative guy. guy. For us at Red 13, anyways, this is the guy that's kind of, he's responsible for the good parts of the looks of videos. <laughs> I mean, he's the creative brain behind a lot of the actual physical looks and he does a bunch of other things too. But you know, let's tell the people what you do, man. Yeah, so I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's a big question. You know, a lot of people ask you what it is you do. You know, I've sort yeah. of now just generalized the term producer. So like, what do you do? I'm a producer. That's true. Yeah, yeah. What do you produce? A lot of different things. Produce right, yeah. tons of things. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. Cause it's like, oh, well I own a company and I'm an entrepreneur and I'm a songwriter and no. I'm just a producer and I produce yeah, something that everything. I think, it's, I think yeah. it's fucking cool. I'll produce it. Yeah. True. That is a true statement right there. Yes. That's it. Yeah. You know, whatever yeah, it takes. Good. So Jared is um, one of the founders and owners of Surefire. Surefire which Creative is Studios. Yeah. Surefire mm-hmm. Creative out of, out of Lowell, which is one of our partner studios, do um, work collectively together. Yeah. Um, and he's our set designer for music videos and creative, all these brand videos, <laughs> yeah, brand and, everything. videos and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess, why don't you give us a little history, um, on how you even came about into the music world? Like why, why are you doing what you're doing? What, what set you down that path? Yeah. Cause I love it. You know, I mean, I, I started in music, of course, we all started in music. I feel like all of us did, you know, yeah. you, um, you just, you love something, you learn it, you start doing it and you start realizing that you can actually make a career out of it start connecting mm-hmm. with other people and, you know, just realizing that you're actually doing something that you love, you know, and, and it's, that's the, that's not work. That ends up being just being fun. You know, you start doing other things. I've always had other jobs at other times. And I just said that you know, the like, other day. I mean, it was corny as shit right. when I said it, but I did and I meant it, you know, yeah. I said the same thing you just said. I don't really work. I just, I have fun. I, it's not work. Work is different. Right. Yeah. Right. At, at times it can be work and there are sure. components of it that definitely mm-hmm. are work just like anything else for it to be a career, but it's, way more rewarding mm-hmm. to, to, to do that stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, I started in the music business, you know, 16 years ago, uh, my partner Brady and we opened the studio, we opened Surefire and, uh, in Lowell to go to business loan and got the whole thing going and started recording clients and ended up getting some placements on Under Armour and, you know, doing some, uh, some work with, uh, Brooke Hogan and, uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez album. And we ended up getting a couple Grammy nominations at the time for gospel of all things. Uh, none of us, I think are avid trash goers, but we've got gospel Grammy nominations, which is really cool. From Matthew Knowles, Beyonce's father, who was really cool. Um, that is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. funny that you guys have a Grammy nomination in gospel. We have one with Jim, and what is it? Um, it's in Americana. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Americana. Even yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. just so yeah. obscure. I always yeah. thought that was funny. How well, like I'll, we all I'll really quickly interject. The reason it's obscure is because that's how if you're planning to get a Grammy and you have you know a PR firm, they try to go into those little lanes yeah. because that's how you get in. You know, yeah. well, it's yeah. it's it's lobbying. It's like it running. Is. It truly it's like is. running for politics, it except is. on the music world yep. and even in the film world, like. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you go and you lobby to all these people that are the the. I emailed the like 150 people that I thought might be part of the RIAA, and I was like, "Hey," but and then you, it it went on for a while. But I I don't mean to hijack your, no, your discussion, no. but it went on for a while. But the reality was, we were lobbying. We were like, "Hey, please!" And since no one's an Americana, you'll have no problem. <laughs> doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, come on now. Well, before you move on, why don't you tell us about your process and how that came about? Because you just mentioned that it was Beyonce Knowles' father. Mm-hmm. And so how, what is that? Tell yeah, us about that situation and how you guys ended up getting that we going. Had, I mean, well, that, uh, that connection came about from a, a girl group that I was managing for a while, a teenage pop girl group called the Varsity Girls. Mm-hmm. And a uh, production that we put together with them, I mean, they ended up on Nickelodeon, sponsored by Walmart. And we ended up connecting with um, uh, 
a woman down in New York City who was connected to Beyonce and she you know fell in love with the project she was helping us on the publishing side with Varsity Girls and she also then after that said hey I got this other project that I'm working on it's gospel it's from Matthew Knowles would you guys be interested I said, absolutely so you know all musicians so we could play anything it's the same music you know so they they came up and uh, they stayed in right nearby the studio in Andover and we ended up doing a whole entire album with them it was really cool that and cool. to get the nomination was amazing you that know so cool to be beat by Kurt Franklin of all people I was like I don't care that he's yeah, amazing, yeah. you know. But, so, but you guys got a nomination. That's cool. Yeah, you were in the yeah. runnings. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, you know, you never know what's going to happen. That's that's the other cool thing about this industry is you really you never fucking know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, you no. think you know for a little while, and then something happens, and it reroutes you, and yeah. you go that way, and then a, another opportunity comes and takes you there, and then you have a pitfall, and that drops you over here. It's like it's, yeah, well, I mean, it's dramatically different from any other industry. Where you, sometimes you plan for one thing, and it ends up being something mm -hmm. else. Well, most plays is slightly something else, and this it could be completely different. Mm -hmm. You're a producer, you're a content creator, but you're also an amazing pianist. You know, I, mean, I imagine that kind of came into play in the go in the gospel side. <laughs> was, it's, yeah, it's cool. It was fun to play. You know, yeah. So you played. You played. You were the the piano player on that with that with that album. So I, you know, I've I for a long time I did call myself a pianist, right? And then I started producing, and when you know when you produce, you just sixteen bars, cut, paste, loop. You know, and I started doing yeah. this for this classical artist, John Michael Williams, and creating these classical pieces with him. It was incredible. And then he got selected to perform at the hundredth anniversary of Carnegie Hall, and he said, "Why don't you accompany me? You wrote the records with me." I was like, oh, absolutely. Oh, boy. And I realized <laughs> I've never played one of my classical songs all from beginning to end. Yeah, right. Ever. You're just playing it like four bars at a time. Like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was great. And, and from that, I had to really <laughs> kick myself in the ass to practice to play Carnegie Hall. And I left that moment. I'm, I'm like, no, I'm not a pianist. I'm yeah. a piano You know what? Let's not minimize. Don't put, Let's don't not put not me back in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what's funny? It's like, Let's not minimize. He played fucking Carnegie Hall. That's crazy, I didn't dude. Even know, I didn't know that until right. just now. So that's cool. That's another little piece of... Yeah. you ever kind of yeah. like look back at like stuff you've you've played and we're like man i was good what what happened to me <laughs> ah, nice i've had a few of those like i've listened back to like like old demos of songs yeah. or something i was like man that was a cool i, I used to know how to play <laughs> yeah i used to know how to play oh, yeah. i used to write oh, yeah. like very creative and cool things that like uh, you know uh, i feel like it's a lot to think about those things uh right you know coming up with those things now well i think now you know especially with technology we're challenged as producers it's more so about the aesthetic and creating something that's detuned or out of tune or messed up you know so i yeah i'll surround myself with musicians in the studio and you know i could easily probably play myself i know i'm going to gravitate towards just phrases and things that i i can play well and i like you know i don't want to do that so i, I want to sit with musicians who are going to play things that aren't familiar to me and then I always say to them, you guys play something great, and then I'm going to fuck it up. That's, the, <laughs> yeah. that's, the, that's how we're going to make something I cool. agree with that. I'm well, going to yeah, detune it, you know, flip it around. Yeah, and you, I think you hit the, the nail on the head there. It's like you used to, like, you had, like, a canvas of you were learning what your thing was. Right. But then now, like, we've been doing it for so long, like, decades of doing it. Like, we kind of fall into, like... Uh, like oh these are my licks these are my riffs yeah, you yeah. know what I mean well, how many like, times have you heard a song this is my tool this is my bag of tools that yeah. you know it's good to kind of get some other people that even if you might be the uh, a guitar player like mm -hmm. I had uh, you know someone else come play a solo on uh, uh, this artist we work with Jenny Teeter her, her song Daughter of the Devil love Jenny uh, like that you know there was a spot for a guitar solo and I'm like I don't want to play I'm like I'm I'm I don't want to hear my stupid licks that right. I hear all That's the time. That's what makes on you a producer. You <laughs> know better. <laughs> guitar you know solo. Better, you know? So I had, yeah. uh, you know, uh, uh, local uh, blues girl, Sonia uh, Ray Taylor, who's, I think, nasty at yeah, guitar. Awesome. I think she's way nastier than me to come, to come play that because I knew it, it wouldn't be uh, what I would do, you know? Is yeah. Sonia's record the record I always ask you to play? The one that... Uh, would, the doing, yeah. doing to Me one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that, that record. I know. I got to hit play, her up. Did I play organ on that? Or you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's one of the best records I've heard. I love that song. Yeah, she's good. She's great. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to to Sonia Ray Taylor and uh, Jenny. Jenny, we just had a uh, we dropped hers last week. Awesome podcast. Yeah, Jenny's super talented. Yeah. She's oh, awesome yeah. to work with. Daughter of the Devil. That video. That's my daughter. That's in that video. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. So that makes me the devil, I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess. I guess so. That's well, so, so. So getting back to music, though, what you said about yeah. you know just musicianship and you know what I think the biggest challenge now is there isn't a chord progression that out that doesn't sound you know you hear somebody do any chord progression you do it's going to sound like oh that reminds me of this song that I heard. Yeah. But it's, that's what's going to always happen. And even melodically now, even lyrically, you know, it's like there's very, it's it, because the world has been so saturated with <laughs> yeah. stuff and it's so easy to record, you know, so many recordings that are out there that sound similar to something else. So that now what you do to make it different is 
the aesthetic. Trash. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the, the timbre of it. Good you know? Trash. It's got to sound yeah. unique. It's got to be a sound no one's ever heard. That's why a lot of these software yeah. and synth companies are in, you know, they're driving the industry. Crushing now. it right now. Yeah. 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 Go companies like Isotope. Yep. Shout out to Isotope. Yep. Right? Yeah. For yeah. sure. They're amazing. You know, they're, they're, they're leading the trends. So. Yeah, no, yeah, they think, definitely give you a, like a bag of tools that are that help to make things different for sure. I right. like using their stuff a lot. And, and likewise with the artists, you know, everybody we work with, I think the image plays into it just as much as the sound does now as well, you know, because, you know, back when I grew up, you know, Jim and I grew up, well, heck, he grew up probably a decade before me, but we... Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is very nice. Got we him. are the oldest two people here, so we, we, like, we throw that out there. But we, uh, you know, just growing up in the 90s, say, you know, you, you'd, the first time you experienced an artist was through your ears, and then you try to figure out what they might look like, and then eventually you saw them, whereas now the first time you experience them is through your eyes, and then you decide if you want to even listen to them, you know? I actually, is, this is weird you brought that up, but w when I first started listening to music, it was with my eyes. I would go through my mother's records, and it was all about a record cover. <laughs> yeah. You would yeah, never right. put on no, something to listen Kind she of, looks hot. What does she sound like? Yeah, for, yeah, yeah, yeah no. but what he's saying too is you would hear somebody on the radio oh, and you yeah. wouldn't know what they looked like yet. You know what I mean? You wouldn't know like, anything about MTV them. Because MTV yeah. kind of changed that game with the with the whole visual aspect and you guys were before that. Right. If, if yeah. you had, if you flipped over the cover, maybe, just maybe, you would see like the picture of the artist. Right? Yeah. Probably. But sometimes yeah. not, you know? Right? Yeah, video killed the radio star. For sure. <laughs> well, it definitely did. Yeah. Now radio's radio is truly no, dead. But it's, well, well it's, now you're an influencer before you're even an artist in some cases right. like yep. see some of these kids you've you you know they're they're a massive a giant following and then they were like all right you know what i'm gonna sing or i'm gonna be a rapper you know right. like influencers yeah. doing that and it's like the opposite you know that they, they yeah. already have the fan base and then they have the, the art to it I, I did it we started a tour called the fan rave and we took these social yeah. media stars who had anywhere from like you know a hundred thousand followers our biggest kid had three million and these are kids that are huge on Vine, you know, Twitter, Instagram, whatever, whatever the platform is. And it was so backwards to me because we toured the country. We did Vegas. We did Dallas, Chicago, everywhere. We sold out every single show, which blew my mind. We sold out the meet and greet tickets prior to the show, which were about 11 times the price as the admission ticket. But those were gone immediately. It was unbelievable to me. And the only promo we ever did was through their social media channels. So these kids wow. would just pump the show through their channel to their audience, wherever they were. And, you know, based on analytics, you could see from their, you know, their, their, um, followers where they are and who's got to have your following in which cities and that sort of thing and yeah. you would put you would you know pair different um, uh, influencers based on their where their audience was and we do these shows all around the country and it was like it was crazy to see this you know and uh, producing these shows with these kids what I realized is you know have them have an audience this is why the meet and greets sell out fast is because everyone wants to meet these stars but they could really care less about watching them do a show because nobody even knows what they're going to do on stage. Like they're yeah. an influencer because they just want the photo right. So all these kids are making up what they're going. They're asking me what should I do on stage. I'm like. What do you mean? What should you do? Which, you don't know what to do. Yeah, what's your talent? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, well, I, I just look pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's, honestly, so so you know when we of course when we'd come to the New England area, this is our home base. I would of course filter every one of them through the studio, and we'd try to experiment with music and things like that, and see what worked for them, and try to create content. And, you know, wow. it, was, it was interesting to me because it was such a backwards way. It's like yeah. we've already got an audience, so mm -hmm. let's figure out what to do for this audience. You know? I yeah. like that way better, to be honest with you. I think it's a lot easier, like less stressful <laughs> to do that, especially with someone like you helping, you know? Yeah. yeah. For real. But cool. then yeah. you have all these artists now that are having the struggle to gain the audience. It's really funny. You have like, you know, bands and you have, you know, solo artists and they're trying to build it and they're trying to use their music. And then you've got these influencers that are just Unreal. using selfies and they're using, yeah. you know, content and they're crushing it. And then they're like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a singer. I'm going to open up that revenue stream. We're going to rap today, mm -hmm. you know? Right. And then you, the time, yeah. it's so crazy how that has kind of flip-flopped and it's created this weird yeah, well, world. And it doesn't really, it doesn't work for all of them though. No. It works. It works for some of them for sure. Yeah. Uh, but some of them actually have that talent. They're like, oh, I can sing. And you're like, oh shit, you can. Right. <laughs> um, right. And some of them can, and then they just, you know, melodyne the shit out of them and yeah. and they can. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it might, it might like result in like a, initial thing because they're like oh i love this influencer i'm gonna go listen to them but then it's like if it's not really that good they don't they're like oh well i'm not gonna care about their music i'm still only gonna care about uh you know the the yeah. thing that i like them for like right. you know what i mean right. like i Very feel like having an audience doesn't necessarily mean that you can make it in music you know look at like paris hilton and kim kardashian you know that went and tried and then those records flop miserably you know what i mean it doesn't right. doesn't necessarily translate and the same thing from an acting world to a music world you're talking about a couple of vapid idiots though i mean that's a great great 
<laughs> analogy, but I feel like, and I always say, you can't stop anyone who puts their mind to it and all that kind of stuff. Sometimes they might be guided into a new lane of music or fashion or whatever, but you're not going to stop. Well, no, yeah. What well, I mean, it's just its own thing. Music is its own world. You yeah. know what I mean? It's powerful. Um, if you get through in music, I think it's easier to get through in a lot of things. You know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, but you might end up in a different lane is what he's saying. For sure. And you might yeah. become like Ryan Seacrest and be a, a host, like a yeah. VJ as opposed to... If it makes you, you happy, know, that's like, cool. Yeah. You can become, you can gather an audience and, you know, you could try to sing, but, you know, the, the audience is going to tell you where you're supposed to be. Yes, they yeah. will. Right, They'll right. place you where you're going to yeah, go definitely. if you listen and, or, you know, if you continue Or you'll go to, away. Yeah, or you'll be gone, casted, fucking yeah. away. Banished. Banished. Anyone <laughs> of the above. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's a curator to some degree of music, you know. We've all got our iPods and iPhones and mm -hmm. I everything full of music. And, and I've always said, you know, there's, there's no such thing as really competition in this industry. I know it sounds weird, but, you know, for the way when you hear a new record you like or a new album, a new artist that you discover that you love, you don't go to your, your iPhone and delete another artist no. to put them on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just uh, awesome. I you know don't got I mean? room. It, it compliments like, them. Fuck you, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> You're dead to me. Every yeah. time I fucking remember, you get a new phone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, no, how much true. we love music, you know? Yeah, no, oh, it's so actually funny. very true. So um, it's... It's so more about collaborating than anything, honestly. That's, yeah, that's what I think the mindset should always be. Well, that is why I think the rock industry kind of like fizzled out because it doesn't collaborate. And that's a huge issue that I've always said and I've always well, the, been a big, you know. They're starting to now. You're I, starting to see it start happening. They're like, oh, maybe we should try that. <laughs> yeah, like obviously like, assholes. Yeah. Like I got, I went to, who did we go watch um, speak? Um, what's his name from one Atlantic? One of the biggest A&Rs. Um, Flom, oh. Jason Flom. Yeah, and like I, I was and, like, uh, I Bob, said, and Bob left. And Bob left us, and I, and I, you know, I spoke, and I said something about, you know, like I think the rock industry is dead because no one collaborates. There's no nobody adding features, and they like looked at me like, yeah, they like, how would they even do that? How would like, they do that? And I was like, it's like, what do you mean? How you, like Limp Bizkit and Corn did yeah, it all they, the time. Exactly. Run, run DMC and yeah, Aerosmith, right. and like, there's been multiple times that this has happened and it's been successful. It's just about the fact that yeah, and why stopped. are this only once in a while it happens? Well, and, the right. proof is it goes all the way back. I mean, I, I remember being a kid and hearing like, you know, like a super dope R&B group named In Vogue, right, who did all these songs and like, never gonna album, get it dude. and all this stuff. And then oh, all of so a sudden, good. I'll never forget that song came out that what was that what was that record with the um um uh wrote a song about it like to hear here yeah. you go for your mind yeah for free your mind. mind with the guitar oh, and it's, yeah. it's a rock song yeah, all of a sudden yeah, that yeah. came out I'm like whoa this is really different for them like this is really cool i've had like a it, big beat it too use select rock has been used selectively in other genres but it's strategic and every time it's done it though it's been a success like ashanti came out with all these r&b records and she couldn't just pop through you know the the, the screen of r&b till all of a sudden the song only you came out and you heard that guitar like yeah so like there's been used strategically cypress hill but that's the proof of the cypress hill killed that song was so good that's the proof that's in the pudding that people need to understand that rock has an edge and an appeal to it that that shouldn't be encouraged people to continue it's been used over history you know and well that's why i think post malone is so successful right because he mixes it so well and i think that's why mgk is doing so well too right now with his new record right yeah right and i think that the the industry for some reason likes to be on its own island over here like hey you know the rest of the the music industry is going to collaborate over here we're just going to hang out over here and every now and then we'll let you over here well just like everyone that's still there like can't move on from like led zeppelin like can't they can't be like accept a new rock sound into their into their hearts they're just like no this was this was when rock was best and so this yeah, is but we're talking about something <laughs> from a long time ago rock and roll was cutting edge in every way for a long time but it hasn't been in whatever 30 years or more well, and you know why yeah. everything evolves and falls away that's why we're not listening to fucking baroque chanting and monks <laughs> chanting and all this like people hitting sticks and stones on rocks i do you do yeah. i know you do but like it all goes away at some point and yeah. rock and roll is fucking one of those things well the thing yeah. is rock and roll was dangerous it was and it was right. it was exciting and it was yeah. because it was dangerous that's why it gravitated you know you know an audience to it mostly females and then now hip-hop is dangerous yeah. and now they're the new danger and that's why you're seeing you know like you're you see you know more females that are at a hip-hop show than you do mm -hmm. at a rock show now all the time yeah but even even when something is like rocked now it might not get the label it might just get alternative or something because 
the the people in the rock world they're like shame it they're yeah, like scared no, that's, yeah that's yeah. not rock yeah they're the cool kids at the fucking that's table not, but they don't realize that they're not the cool kids anymore yeah that's too right. that's too big that's yeah. too uh, there's too many people that like that that's not rock yeah yeah <laughs> you know? and that is why nickelback is the best band in metal <laughs> <laughs> well then then you got um like uh ken ken lewis's artist yeah. um des rocks yeah. Des, yeah, rocks, des and rocks. he's doing really well and he's doing something creative and different and he's doing it his own way and I always thought that was cool too. Like I like watching his his come up and his progression. Um, and he's being accepted into the world, but he's also still modern. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? yeah. He's there's you know there's a couple of of I think what I would think are the newer standouts of him, grandson. Um, you know, obviously MGK is making that crossover, which is and, crazy. I, I um, love that record right now. Yeah, have I'm, you heard any of it? Yeah, yet? of course, of course. It's so badass. It's amazing. Yeah. It sounds like the record that Blink One Eight Two should have made. Right. Yeah. right. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's well, he's embracing it. He's embracing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm, Travis Barker totally, was there. I'm totally you know, helping him. I'm ready for the pop punk comeback. I'm, I'm yeah. all about it. <laughs> What's happening now? Yeah. I mean, Post Malone is the, is the beginning of it. I think you know. I mean, he yeah. just. I mean, beginning meaning like he's leading right now. He's got nine billboards the other. They billboard awards i think are some of the most accurate there are because it's not based on any board of you know advisors or anything like that it's literally truly based on charts yeah and chart metrics now are based on who listens charts to what. are a lie too though jared come on give me a fucking break <laughs> <No>. <laughs> nowadays there's i think it's so much more accurate that's actually it's helped revive a lot of rock bands who people thought were dead because you buy the album take it home and who knows how many times it gets fucking listened to us now yeah. when right. you've got it and you're streaming it they can tell oh no shit these, this band is killing it now they're still being listened to here yeah. you know well, so that's well that's the funny thing i guess in terms of that that is the one uh place where people are still buying records you know what i mean it's is the rock world right rock fans uh like physical records you physical mean, right? yeah, yeah physical yeah. records and yeah. doing physical downloads you know what i mean like we we have um you know red 13 records and we have distribution and you'll it's funny that uh you know the pop and hip-hop artists that we have through there only streams well so there's the culture that comes along with but it going like, to the concert getting yeah. the album getting the post that sort of thing where it's like it's the same thing in hip-hop where a lot of hip-hop djs go into the record store getting that record the vinyl so you could scratch it it's like there's a culture that comes yeah. with and it so you know? those artists are only streams and you look at when we were running a prospect taylor lansdowne song through there there's a whole thing of what is this section oh yeah. downloads what the hell right. <laughs> I, know, I was like downloads still happen yeah. i thought they removed that they, i guess they couldn't i don't know couldn't. i don't know where they're coming from but they are coming from somewhere how do you, um, download, tell how you, do you pay for the last time probably am, i was leaving la last year or whatever and i downloaded kendrick's damn album because i wanted to listen to it on the plane and i wasn't playing with their f- fucking internet so that's right yeah. i mean there's a for instance you know that's no, true and so, so yeah. i just said well, you know what it is so that actually might be the reason why because maybe that target demo has very weak wi-fi because of where they are maybe in the middle of fucking farmland yeah. illinois and so true. that in order for them to listen to the record they can't stream it well because their internet sucks because i've been to places and in it's, illinois. In, and it's right. international though even the rock fans internationally like i remember i called uh I got us set up to do, um, what's it called? Like uh, sales with Dismaster so I could stop sending out the CD. So they would just get the sale and then they'll, Make, yeah, then they'll send the it out. Or and, he's like, and I was like, yeah, you know, we get four or five uh, sales a month. And he was like, huh? I was like, yeah. He was like, whoa, that's crazy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. I yeah. thought that was nuts yeah. when you said that to me but too. No, I was there's like, people, wow. The people that are just always reaching out to buy the, the physical record still and i can imagine you know lansdowne we're not like a big you know we're, we do well but we're not like one of these big uh you know we're, leg- not leg- we're not yeah we're not shine down we're not one of these legacy names that you know i have to imagine that if we're doing that they're doing it times 10 still yeah. on, I have a, a on a physical level i have a theory i think rock fans in general are more nostalgic yeah. it's kind of weird but i think like hip-hop fans are living in the now right now like everything is right now and their their whole culture is everything's now and i i actually like that i don't like this waiting around for rock bands to put out an album <laughs> like but i think they're nostalgic fans are nostalgic like these people that are like kiss fans or any of that shit they will fucking kill you if you make fun of this stupid band like and they buy all of it like <laughs> and, stupid band. yeah no but <laughs> that i think that might be a little part of it you know it could be yeah yeah, yeah I, mean, I, I feel like rock's driven a lot of trends, you know, and changed the industry in so many ways over the years, you know, so much that it, it changed a lot of the way we thought about concerts, and the, you know, the way we thought about what a record should be. And 
you know, now they introduced the concept of not really understanding what the fuck he's saying, but knowing that you like the vibe. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which that's what most people complain about hip hop now, but that's where it came from. But yeah. in, a, in but in a lot of ways too, it's a lot harder for a band to meet that content level that other that pop artists and right. hip hop artists can can make because they can come in. Someone's already made an instrumental that you like, and and you go in and you do your thing over it, and you know next yeah. day you have. <laughs> And but, they're just doing this. Yeah. They're just doing this every day. For, whereas for a band, it's like a, it's like a fucking yeah, pop thing, kid shows you know up the I mean? next day, and their videos made, and their albums press, and, and they're like cool. And they go, mm. you know, hop in the Ferrari and drive off. Yeah. But the rock band, they're fucking still trying to tune up their guitar, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, like, the the rap, by the time they got the drum set, Mike, the fucking right, rap kid did right. fucking three albums. Yeah, it's true, dude, man. It's so, yeah, well, because yeah. right now the whole world is like the demand for content is like yesterday they want that right. song yesterday and they right. want and so you got these these artists like these soundcloud rappers that are just putting out a fucking song every hour <laughs> and it's, you know it. and a lot of it is and a lot of it's good because there there's guys just in their you know bedrooms just crushing out beats all day that are dope that they get to like yeah like Billie like, eilish yeah and they're and they're going through and they're like oh this beat's dope you know what i mean it's not like uh, the rock band is going through fucking right. rock beats, right. but which could be a cool thing. <laughs> I Maybe know we, we talk about some. that all the time. I know, but <laughs> and so the thing with that is, you know, you have they they can't keep up. You know, that's the issue. Like they just yeah. can't keep up. But it's always been a numbers game, and now it's just they can just move faster. Yeah. So the chances of you getting a hit song or getting a song that actually stands out by putting out that much music is really it's much higher as opposed to putting one album out of 10 songs of body work every year these guys are putting out 50 fucking songs in a year so their chances are five times and they have higher and they're putting out 50 songs but they recorded like 200 you know what i mean yeah so what is it about rock that makes it rock though is it the orchestration because it's not like that's like the biggest overhead is the time put involved to to setting up an instrument and tuning it and all this and that it's collaborative it's a group it's a group thing you gotta now you gotta wait for the guy oh now i sing her everyone on their own schedule what about a rock artist like just a there's a lot of solo rock artists they still have a band waiting around for them there's still that kind of you said it, it's like tuning guitars or waiting for anybody it's, it's kind of weird it's so, still easier though so having just a solo having yeah. a solo uh rock guy is still gonna be faster than sure. a full band because yeah, that guy's making the, the decision you so know is yeah. that right. what makes it rock the instrumentation yeah the instrumentation definitely like hip-hop has never had a single set of instruments r&b has never had like most genres you know other than maybe classical jazz well you define rock as you know a guitar rhythm lead guitar bass drums you know yeah. like you need to and have it's that. a tone and that's it's a tone of vo- it? and i think it's a tone of vocal too yep. for yeah me. there's a tone like, of vocal. I mean, so what that's the challenge and make a fucking rock song that doesn't have that orchestration but still is yeah rock. that's nine inch nails they got yeah. away with it he Trent was Rice able was to do genius. it. Trent and then, and then he can continue that with Marilyn Manson. Same thing. Yeah. You know, Marilyn they, Manson's like, he done songs with They DMX. did it in a way. They yeah. they had, they are like kind of like that, what you're saying. You know, they were able to kind of still be considered rock and be able to get on the radio and, and but they don't need to have a full like live production. Yeah. Because if Ashanti yeah. can do it when it's literally like it a literally rock song, but mm-hmm. they call it R&B, then why couldn't rock artists do it and have it still be rock? No, yeah. yeah I think they, I think they definitely can. It's that, a lot of them don't right now you know what i mean they still on the you know we go we track the we track if anything they do twice as much where they produce a full beat yeah underneath the the body of the drums bass guitars and everything and then they're adding uh 808s and production and and all the other stuff that's just one layer in right. another track so I, I think they're the not nost- strip if anything they're just adding right a layer of work well the, if the, the nostalgia part to it i love though i think that's cool i would i would still buy a cd or a tape or whatever to, to frame it though and hang it up because where the fuck are you gonna buy a cd player to play it yeah. it's well, it's, it's a, well it's a weird thing that like vinyl is on the rise, on the rise as yeah. just like what you're saying i think as a um, you know, like a, just a commemorative piece of like something you want to put up in your room, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, um, and vinyl still has its own sound that's unique that you're not going to get from uh, your phone. So you, you right. still get like this warmth sound. It's kind of cool. It's like, hey, I got a record player, you yeah, know? Yeah. It is very cool to listen to records. Now, well, it's yeah, fucking now, awesome. And now they, so it's an experience. Yeah. It's an but aesthetic. It's a fucking... That's yeah. an audiophile appeal, though. I feel yeah. like, you know, But most even listeners. for some kids, they like think it's cool, you know? It's like yeah. that throwback thing. Like maybe their parents had one. Get the right. crackle. That they or they, yeah, they get the crackle. They're pretty, <laughs> yeah. you know, they're, they're impressing the girl like, hey, check out my record collection. 
<laughs> the Pick out a record. We're going to listen yeah. to it before we Netflix and chill. <laughs> I think another downside to rock dudes, and I'm, I'm not shitting on my rock dudes, but how many guys in here know that the rock dudes that are like, fuck that, man. Like, right. just that whole idea of anything outside their fucking wheelhouse is just, like, kind of disturbing, and they're not doing it. And if that means, like, to be a rock band and, and do something R&B or, you know, not use a guitar, like, that shit's never happening. And I, I can't say never, but not well, really. Well, no, but when, it, but when it does, the rock industry forces you to call yourself something else. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got yeah. a point there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll get mad like, oh, why is that person like the rock Grammy? They're not rock, but they are to the rest to the rest of the world besides rock fans. They are rock. Right. Well, and they've put themselves in such a fucking corner that the only outlet is like Octane. You know, like yeah. really, like they have like Sirius XM Octane, and so like that's like their one outlet now. And they're like, yeah, and, and they do these things where they'll bring like three new artists in a week. And if anything doesn't sound like the fucking the one band that they like, right? They're like, that thing's trash. Get it out of here. It's weird. It's <laughs> right. scary. It's right. different. Put it on Alt Nation. Yeah, get yeah, the so, fuck out of here. So, I mean, it looks like so rock is doing so. The difference between rock and like alternative is the same thing between rap and hip hop. You know, it's like. What, what, yeah. what? But they mingle though. At least rap and hip hop mingle. You know, like they do. They do collaborations. They, they, you know, like that's the problem. But at those who identify with rap are very, very quick to identify and distinguish the difference between hip hop and rap. Yeah. You yeah. But I, mean? I think also rap and hip hop just have such a vast audience that they can get away and they can all swim around and fucking be fine. And there's enough audience there. I think the, the problem with rock is it's narrowed down because country took a ton of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, con country rock is crushing. Yeah. killing it yeah. they took all the girls they said fuck you rock we're taking the girls yeah, yeah. i mean country, country's been i feel like aerosmith has been a country band my whole life i've been listening to country music didn't even know You're it right. was disguised you know country yeah. music is 80s hair metal with the amp turned down a little right. bit that's <laughs> right. it that's right. fucking it i mean that's how i see it yeah. same music nickel, same attitude nickelback with a little twang it's twang back yeah, yeah. Twang, twang back twang back so yeah well let's come uh kind of circle back to, to st stuff that you've uh worked on let's talk about bb rexa i like to do that <laughs> yeah. what do you want to talk about i don't know S the stuff working with her i mean you didn't mention that earlier but that's pretty yeah, fucking I mean, dope she's amazing she's a rock star for sure she she very much drives everything that's happening around her that's for certain um you know i mean she's got she's got a great team she's i've watched her go through some multiple different managers you know she just she doesn't take no for an answer and she doesn't settle for something that's less than what she wants to get done you know that's she's incredible you know i, I knew from the day we first worked with her in the studio that she was definitely going to have a, a colossal yeah. degree of success. I just didn't know exactly what was she was going to do because at the time she was mostly writing for others, you know, and mm -hmm. she was, um, I mean, I, I saw Diane Warren on a FaceTime. It was for the first time because she was co-writing with her, at, you know, at the time in the studio and she had just got the placement with Eminem and Rihanna, the, the monster. Mm -hmm. um, awesome song. Yeah. Yep. Such a great song. Big, big, big record. Huge record. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And there was, a, and there was a thing that like Rihanna, like, like BB had sang the demo in such a way that had that little, you know, dip up in the vocal or whatever in the high that Rihanna did that because that was like what made that thing a hook is actually the way she sang it right, too. Right. Yeah. Baby's very distinct the way she sounds and sings and you yeah. know, she's got a sound to her. Um, but she's, I mean, she's just an incredible person. She, I mean, she's, here's another great example, right? So she's been doing rock music. She, you know, she was in Pete Wentz's band, Black Cards mm -hmm. for a while. And then she um, became a writer and she's been doing pop music. She wrote Glowing in the Dark for Nikki Williams, yeah. champion for Selena Gomez. And then to be dabbling in the hip hop industry, we know with G Easy, and then of course with with uh, Rihanna and Eminem, and uh, and then now she's got a number one country song. Yeah, called, uh, um, um, was it with the Florida Georgia Line? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it, <laughs> I can't even forget the title right now. I had no it's idea. Not but, that I would. But no, but I had she's, no idea. Yeah, she's definitely like made yeah, it known. Meant to, meant to be. If it's meant to be. Yeah, if oh, it's yeah, meant yeah, to yeah, be. Yeah, 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 it'll be. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's definitely made it known that she's a boss in wherever she is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she's, I mean, she's, her, her, just her, everything about her is just, you know, yeah, is, is totally who she is. You and know it's been, I mean? but it's been a tra trajectory, you know what I mean? It's not like, like, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, overnight, BB Rexa. Uh, yeah, not at all. Is, is, no, I've, you know I've watched I mean? people, her. She's, it's, that's a great insight to have from your angle because people like, always think that yeah. these things happen like overnight they're like oh well she just had that song and so that's what made it big like no 
getting to that song right. was a process in in and of itself you know right i mean she keeps it she keeps it real she keeps it true she's i mean even the studio session she's in and out of the session she's on calls she's doing this she's doing that she's yeah. she's a new york girl you know she's from brooklyn so she that's just kind of who she is but even despite her busyness and how crazy she is you know she's still really chill real humble mm-hmm. you know she brought my daughters on stage with her when she came to boston she'll you know, my daughter wrote a little school project that she wanted BB Rex was one of the meeting BB Rex was one of the coolest things she ever did. So I sent her a picture of it and she's writing back to me like, that's really cool. Like, you know, she's just a very humble person. You know, she didn't have to take the time to write back to me about my daughter's school project when she's rehearsing yeah. for Chester from Lincoln Park's Memorial concert, yeah, right. you know, and so it's like, she's, she's just a good person deep down. You know, I think a lot of people take her busyness and demandingness and that sort of thing as, you know, call her, you know, that, that she's, she's rude, she's this, that, whatever. It's, she's not at any of those things. She's just very straightforward. She knows she's direct about what she wants to get. Well, yeah, she's focused and she's busy. And I, and I think yeah. we've talked about this. There's those people that can be that person, you know what I mean? That can be, that see the whole picture of what they want yeah. and uh, just verbalize that to everyone surrounding her because if if you're not able to deliver the, the thing that she needs you to, then she needs someone else to do it because this ship is moving and she needs these things done and she already sees the whole plan yeah she built her career herself she didn't get discovered she just she she wrote and wrote and wrote and she got placements for these artists and then next thing you know she took a lot of the money she made from the placements and funded her own tour and she funded her first warp tour and everything and mm-hmm. she just she built it herself you know yeah. she yeah. she just I, I just she's a, she's a she's a tough she's a tough <laughs> one and she, and she goes hard she goes yeah. real hard so. so cool and that's the you know that's the dedication that it takes and people don't realize that it's like yo this probably isn't going to happen for you in three months or six months or a year you right. know what i mean right. there's a <laughs> there's a lot of uh stuff to get through that um gets you to that level yeah. that 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 it's not overnight there's you know what's the what are those fo- like photos with the with the tip of the iceberg the gl- through yeah. the water and oh the, yeah and the sure. rest of it you know what i mean that's but that's true that's really what it is uh in this industry is a shitload of hard work one way or the other yeah especially yep. now well my whole thing is the longer it takes you to get up there the bigger your foundation is and you have the you have more staying power and every now and then you get a flash in the pan someone boom come up and then all of a sudden they're gone but it always is the guys that have the staying power or the you know the artists they always everyone's like yeah that was overnight but then you find out their story and it was like 10 15 years yeah. you know and yeah. that's that's a main thing is like it takes a lot of resilience it takes a lot of drive and it takes a lot of like um you know it, it takes thick skin to to make it in this industry because it's a lot of no's it's a lot of evolution you have to like just like anything else you have to fail mm-hmm. in order to get mm-hmm. better and to and then to adjust and then to change and i mean lady gaga's a great experience you know great um example of that you know she's she you know has a very similar story to bb rexa and then you know now she's one of the biggest superstars in the world but you know at first she got every no jay-z same thing Honestly, like yeah all yeah, of them all of them yeah uh, and that's bruno mars they, lady you, gaga yeah you have to and you have to in me that <laughs> <laughs> and you know that weeds it out that weeds yeah. you know the people that aren't supposed to be there out you know and yeah. it, mm-hmm. because a lot of most people need that instant gratification they can't you know if they don't get it within three months four months they're like you know, you know, we get it all the time. Like artists are like, you know, I released a song and you know, only got ten thousand views or a thousand views or a hundred views, and it's like, yeah, well, that was your first song, right? Yeah, right. right. People are like, no is a good answer in this industry. No is a great answer. It's it's yeah. yes or no. Those are great answers. That means you're it's either, how you handle it. You know, it's it's they they love you or they hate you. Yeah, it's one yeah. or the other. That's that's mm-hmm. it. The opposite of that is being forgotten. You know what I mean? Exactly. Well, no one loves you until they hate you too. I've right. always noticed that if this, if you're taking off and you got that thing going on for yourself, plenty of people are going to hate you. And that's good too. Love and yeah. hate are the same exact thing. It really is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a reaction. They it's, actually a reaction. Experiments. it's the same part of your brain that yeah. fires, you know, to, to, to produce that kind of energy. Yeah. yeah you've, you've invoked, you've invoked something out of them, an emotion, whether they love or hate you. It's passion. It works. It's just passion. Yeah. Whether it's. That's why Kanye kills it. Yeah. And you know, it's, it's, you got to put your, your, your passion into the right goals. You know what I mean? Because I think people think like sometimes that the finish line is, oh, getting that record deal or getting that placement or getting that publishing deal where that's, that's not the starting line. That's the, <laughs> yeah, that's the starting line. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're like, oh, here I am. And I think that's what, you know, happens to a lot of people. They're like, oh, I got signed. I'm with the label. It's that's it. That's gravy. And where more often than not, that's the nail in the coffin <laughs> right, right? is because you are not focused on building your career. You were focused on 
getting this thing that you thought was going to do it for you. You know what I mean? Very, and, right. very true. Very yeah. true. Yeah. You're just working to qualify for the race. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. once you get to that race that you got to run that fucking <laughs> thing. It's, mm-hmm. it's now you got to work even harder, you know, right. Uh, right. or, 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 you know, if, if the goal is building your career and building those fans and, and then all those things are going to fall into place where they should versus you just trying to, you know, jump the line and get to the label because you think the label's going to do it for you where really they're not. They want, you know, they're there to, to support you. Uh, and, and they're there way. to make money. Yeah, off they're you. there to make money. Yeah. And yeah. that means by putting you to work, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's it. That's. And to, to expand the money that you were already making. Yeah. You know, if you, if you and to if collect you, your money, especially <laughs> now, nowadays they want to, they want to, you know, invest in a, in a sure product. They want to know that yeah. you, you got to prove that it's already making money or it's selling or it has potential to. And if you don't, they're not going to take that. They're not going to roll the dice on you. Back in the day, they could fucking spend a hundred thousand on a project because they were spending a million on ten, you know, over the course of 10 of them. And one of them would hit and make all the money back. Right. Now they don't do that. They like to see what's already making money because they can see it. The data is there now. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not, they're not going in blind. They can, mm-hmm. there's plenty of other artists that are popping up that are making money that they'd rather put their money in as opposed to this one. That's never made a dime. Yeah, that's it. Might sound good, but you know what? We'll wait till she makes money and see yeah. if she yeah. can do it. Yeah, 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 and it's and it's all they do is provide like, all right, here are the here here are these people that are now on your team where you can build that if you're doing well enough, you can put those people on your team on your own. You know what I mean? Yeah, they'd be happy to quit their jobs <laughs> and work for you. You know, yeah, and, and um, making money is not always the job of the the creator to figure out either, though. You know, so a lot of people get so sometimes so caught up in that that they've got you know it's like they're well, you need to know like if you can hand have the capacity to handle both sides of of the coin. If not, then yeah, you need that person that's going to be on your team that is that person. You know right. what I mean? And maybe right. that's a maybe that's a partnership from the start of hey, I'm never going to be this business person. I need you to to help me do this. And there's plenty of, of, of people that want to be inside of the music industry, but are not talented and, and not in that way. Yeah. There's, in, there's in music. That, they just want to kind of be that person. You yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, you know, don't be afraid, I guess, to make that. If you're like, I'm not that person, don't be afraid to make that kind of partnership with someone where it's like, who knows? Maybe it's like, hey, we're going to start this thing together. Like it, it's, it's a company. Yeah, I'm the face. I'm the artist. But. Here, you know, here we are. We're about to both put in the the blood, sweat, and tears into this thing that um that gets it off the ground. Yeah, like, literally. Like blood, Dre, Dre sweat London, and tears. Dre London, and uh, Post Malone. You know, he was that. You know, they were like a duo. You know, he came up and they came up together and worked as a team. Yeah. And everything they're doing now with the wine, with yeah. the high heel shoes they're putting out. Yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that. Crazy. Yeah, but crazy. but that's the thing. You're right. You made a good point that if you don't, I mean, if you don't have that skill set, if you can't handle both. Then you have to bring Find somebody on. Who's yeah, you have to bring them on. You need a partner. Don't try to just do it yeah. because you feel like, oh, it's, I, have to, I have to learn how to do this. You don't, because right. sometimes people will compromise their art to because you know it's a, it's a better way to make money. They think, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's and they don't want to split the pie. Like, listen, if a hundred percent of zero is zero, if you yeah. if yeah, you no can't get what. that thing off the ground and make money, you're never gonna. Yeah. And if it if it requires you to bring a team on to make that money, then fucking feed everybody because now yeah. everyone's eating. Yeah, that's you know, another thing. I think too. people should focus more on making an impact than making money. You yeah, because you, know, you make an impact, you'll, it'll happen. If you're worried right. about, if you're worried about giving out splits and bringing a team in, you're not going to go. Anywhere. Yeah, you're already fucked. Yeah, you're already fucked. Because <laughs> you hear like literally different out splits <laughs> from zero. Right. It's like, bro, you don't make any money yet. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, that's it's, a huge it's, issue. I we see it all the time. We're like, well, yeah, and I don't want to bring this person on because. Then I gotta give him a cut. It's like a cut of what? Yeah, you're not making any money. <laughs> what yet. Are you, yeah, like who cares? Bring them on. Yeah, negotiate that no, down the should, road when you make a money. You, you should want to give him a cut, a cut of the the cost that it's taking you to get here. Because right now, all your your <laughs> percentages yeah. is a percentage of the debt of yeah. getting you BMI, <laughs> ASCAP, and CSAC all on three different screens, and then just let them Google and search any song they want in the world, and look how many songwriters are on that. Song. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. then look at who the manager is, and who the 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 business manager, data manager day manager business manager um then who's their agent it's like listen that pie is there to get split up and you 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 know obviously be selective of who you're bringing in but you need to you need the team and what are right. you going to give them unless you can pay them outright which no one can yeah. at first you know independent artists have zero money 
So how are you going to pay your manager? You got to give them a cut. You know, you need that's that'll, that'll that'll give them a reality check because the only reason they like that song is because of all those people listed. The only people they even heard that song is because of all those people listed. Yeah, you know, so they've got to understand that there is exceptions. You know, there is the guy that can write the whole song, and there's a the guy that also can you know self manage. But then there be, always becomes a time when they do split it out. But that's very rare. You know, like those are rare. And yeah, those are unicorns. And it's totally you know? and it's totally okay to not be that person. You know what I mean? Right, it's right. okay to recognize like hey i'm super talented as an artist and yeah there's other people that are also super talented as an artist producer business person manager but like you don't have to be all those things some yeah. people are that and some people aren't yeah. but if your main thing is like you can be super you, talented you're, but you're not a, a superhero super you still yeah, need to yeah exactly it's it's you know it's still okay to just be a super talented artist there's right. nothing wrong with that right right 100 percent. yeah so what do you got going on now? What do, what's up? What do you what do you been working on right now? Today I'm doing a podcast. My boys at, um, <laughs> at thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Well, we we just worked on something. We you know collaborated in the studio. I think for the like first time, like going hands on for Whitney Ray, mm-hmm. which yep. that's going to be a cool project. You're doing a, you're doing a bunch of songs. A whole bunch lucky of enough, stuff. lucky yeah. enough to kind of tap in on one. Yeah, um, we've got a lot more to do. Hell yeah. A lot more. I actually have two or three other projects I'm going to talk to you about too after this. So. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, and it, it was funny. So uh, uh, Eric from Shallow Side was just on TikTok going through, and he was like, what the hell? <laughs> he saw Red, Red 13, and it was a post that she had done. That's awesome. Uh, from, from the studio. And oh, he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, yo, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> you know what's funny? We listened to Shallow Side on the way down here, because I played them the video that we did here in part of it at my house yeah yeah um, that's crazy so she knows exactly who they are so if he comments on her page or anything like that yeah that's cool oh my god (laughs) that's awesome such a small world yeah it really is is. it's all about relationships and collaborations and that sort of thing yeah 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 so uh you you had told us that uh no one got to hear it because you told us on the on the test podcast but there's a great story to how you ended up working uh with brooke hogan (laughs) <laughs> well i mean I, I ended up working with how it initiated was through an agent through that that took a track and placed it with brooke and at the time of course it was hogan knows best not brooke knows best on vh1 and everything went down what happened on the show really happened in real life um to her father uh, unfortunately but they ended up dissolving that show and then it became brooke knows best um <clears throat> so i went down to work with brooke and give her a track which was really cool and we we hung out she was super dope she did an awesome song and then we left, came back to Boston, and we're thinking, this is cool. We this beginning of a new relationship. There's a lot of cool things going on here. And then next thing you know, all that shit went down. They dissolved the show. It was like a lot of bad press for them. The whole family changed their phone numbers and everything. And I was like, oh, well, there goes that. And I don't know Brooke. <laughs> yeah. And then all of a sudden, I saw she was doing a concert in Boston at the Big E. And uh, I don't necessarily advise doing this to anybody, but I, I just decided, you know what? Let's, let's <laughs> go out there and see if we can find her. So we put on suits to try to pretend like we're part of a, a management team for her. Um, you know, I used my business card. I had yeah. a CD printed of tracks anyway, and I wanted to see. So I just went and they literally, I couldn't believe it. They let us right in the gate, mm-hmm. no admission. So I mm-hmm. got into the Big E for free. We walked in and then uh, we went over and um, I, I think I was just sort of like, I was hungry. So I was eating some lobster, of course. And I look over and there's a, a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Like, you know what? I could ride the Ferris wheel to see over the where the little concert is. And I, then I could see where she's probably going to pull in. So we I love it. This yeah. is the only thing I paid for. I paid for a ticket for the Ferris wheel. We went on the Ferris wheel. <laughs> yeah. And we looked down. Sounds like Jared. Yeah. And yeah. then I saw exactly where the limo was probably going to pull in. So I went over to that side. The security, of course, was trying to get in the way. And I said, yeah. no, 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 take this CD. We'll give it to Brooke and tell her Jared's right here. I have her music. She needs her music. That's all I kept saying. I've been on my end. She does need her music. And I did have her music. But he was thinking I was talking about the music for that show. So I said, you know, I. I have her music. She needs it. Just go tell her. So he went over there, and of course, two minutes later, she comes running over going, Jared, oh my God, give me a big hug. <laughs> Got a new number again, and then we've been in touch ever since, and we ended up scoring her TV show and doing a second album with her, and she's connected us to so many people. You know, it's yeah. met Donatella Versace, I met, you know, Russell Simmons, all these people through Brooke, you know, just because her, yeah. world, her world is just insane. Of course, biggest thing of all, I met Hulk Hogan, which was amazing. So, yeah, yeah, brother. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Put me in a headlock. True yeah. story. <laughs> almost popped my head up like a grape. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. such a good story, dude. Yeah. That, that is such good. a good story. It's so, just, yeah, it, you know, you got to, you dedication. can't let those contacts go. You got to right, put in the know, extra you know, effort. It's like, you never know. Somebody's around yeah. that you Some, kind of have yeah. a connection with, just yeah. go. Yeah. Just try it. Yeah. If you end up in a holding cell for a couple hours, it'll be okay. Yeah. Sometimes you get a spring for the Ferris wheel ticket to be successful. That's yeah. what. It, that's it. That's it. That's, so. good, that's that's what you got to do. See, that's the thing. You put in the effort, and you get the reward. Some people wouldn't have done that. Some people wouldn't have showed up. Some people wouldn't have 
they would have taken no from the security guard. You know what I mean? It's like, right. you got to just always keep fucking pushing yeah. no matter what, yeah. whatever the situation is, you know? Yeah. yeah. So. We made it happen. You know, it was, it was cool. And, she, and she's opened so many doors and she, to this day, we, we were just having the other day, she's working on so many amazing things, you know, on her own because of who she is and the position she's in. She's producing a lot of shows. She's involved in a lot of um, programs that are on Amazon. Uh, of course, she's so tied in with WWE. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's, a lot, it's a number of things that are sort of floating around her that we could take advantage of for sure. Nice. That's awesome. Awesome. So we got a video that we're going to be working on um, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're getting ready for all the costume design on that. Yeah. Well, I mean, everything. All the, cre- all the creative. Right now, the costume design. Yeah, the whole look. So, yeah. th- and I feel like this is like right up your alley. You know, it's kind of like creepy, dark. <laughs> yeah well Uh, well for the dark well no you like i mean i'm not going to talk too much about it but he loves uh decorating for halloween yeah (laughs) jesus no but i what i'm saying is you know this is gonna you're gonna be able to pull a lot of that stuff for this music video which i think is gonna be pretty epic because it's got kind of like a mad max vibe so i'm excited for it yeah yeah. so that's gonna be blast that's the next project we're working as a collective right unless is is there anything else in between yeah i think that's it yeah. yeah that's it but in the meantime halloween is coming and this is how we'll wrap this show up because it's time to wrap it up but um jared i went to his house the other day he built a fucking house in front of his house <laughs> so he could put lights and little fake fires and he has coffins floating with skeletons and all this shit is just everywhere it's pretty fucking funny and epic but that's what happens when a set designer takes all of the shit from every <laughs> video you make and brings it home and stashes it in the woods until a special moment. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey guys, can I, what are you doing with those spider webs? Yeah. Thank you for those. I love it. So, yeah. so is it that looks way, awesome. Is that the final yeah. resting place of the infamous strain set? Well, oh, no, no, that's it. That's it. Beetlejuice, studio. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one day, one I watched we'll that, that last night. That's funny. <laughs> Classic. Beetlejuice. You know, I did think about tonight. you, actually. When I watched You're going to think about it every time you see set. it. Now, one of these days, this video is going to come to life. We're going to make it happen. Yeah, yeah so the, the last thing, Jared, Jared showed up here one day with <laughs> this, like, legit, like, multi-piece, like, giant village of a train set. And he's like, you mind if I just keep this here for a few days? Uh, like six months later, we're like, Jared. Way longer than that. <laughs> and it was like, in, it took I up built, like the whole studio. Yeah, he built it. So yeah. At first, it was in the studio. No, at first, it was in the studio. And then his solution, instead of getting it out, was, I'm going to build a shelf for it <laughs> and just kind of leave it here. <laughs> and we were like, all right, well, that's better than it taking up the whole studio. And then it lived there for a long time. Yeah. It's so funny. Well, when you have an opportunity to get a cool prop that you could use, yeah. you know, that's so just if what anyone I is and if anyone is looking for a music video where we get to use this miniature train set as a <laughs> as up, a Jared. prop, Jared's ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Let's put it to use. Let's <laughs> lock in. It's funny. All right, I think that's about well, it. Well, thanks for coming, Jared. Thanks for coming again. It was great talking with you again. I'll be seeing you tomorrow, probably. So. Yeah, I'll see you in like yeah, I'll see minutes. in like twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. that's awesome. Man. But we'll get you back on. I feel like I, you know, you got to be like a reoccurring guest. That's as long as the audience doesn't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, hey, well, don't yeah. ever let we'll him find, back on. <laughs> yeah, we'll find ways to keep it interesting. Maybe we'll do like a, a you know, deconstruction of. Yeah. One of the, yeah, cool. you know, something a little bit more pointed on set design or, or something like that. Yeah, I think so we're, cool. this this podcast will evolve where we start bringing some music on and start discussing that kind of. So one of the, you know, pieces of feedback we get is like people like, oh, I'd love to hear the song that you guys are talking about or watch the video that you guys are talking about. So I think we're going to start evolving that into the podcast. I think what I'd say, this is like phase one of it. We're kind of just getting it together, bringing our, our friends on. And then then now we'll, we'll you know, we'll go into these Let's other aspects and segments. So, so yeah. we'll do that. We'll pick we'll pick a a, a time to kind of dissect something that we all worked on together. Perfect. Cool. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's go Thank check you, out. Man. Let's go check out the fucking setup at his house. Let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> yeah. Do it. All right, and we're up. Halloween time. All right. We're up. Yo, I gotta see it though. I definitely. Want to see it.